0: Is it possible to know the direction of the cryptocurrency market? Are there certain signs that you can pick up that are going to tell you the emotional state of the people that are in the market so you know when it's reaching a head or a fever pitch? Welcome to Cryptonomics, Principles of Cryptocurrency and Investing. I'd like to break down some of the ways that I've noticed you can see the sentiment change within your mind, within your your own emotions, and also on social media. Now, thank you so much to all those people who have been sharing this, sharing my previous videos on Facebook and other social media sites. I see people out there doing it, and it delights me (laughs) because I know it means that you've got something out of it. You've seen something valuable. You like the aesthetic, the work I put into the production of the videos. So I really appreciate when you share it on Facebook and social media. Thank you so much. Let's get into it. Just a little disclaimer, really quick. I'm not trying to give you financial advice, all I'm doing is presenting my own reasoning that I use to make my decisions. Now a lot of people are probably going to say this seems a little funny that I make a video talking about Bitcoin being in a bubble when it's actually at a nine-month low coming down from the 2017 high at time of recording it's around $6,500. It is a little weird but I have my reasons as method to my madness and the reason is when people are in the throes of a bubble they can be a little impervious to reason. So it makes sense now to make a video so the few can hear what I have to say. Be prepared, get your mind primed so you can watch the science. Now first I want to tell you about a logical fallacy which all of us are prone to. It's called recency bias. Now an important part of self-knowledge is being aware of our own biases and that way we can take them into account. We don't have to be subject to them, instead we can distance ourselves from them a little bit and use them as additional information. Recency bias. definition it means when something has happened a lot recently so you believe that things are likely to continue in that same direction. When we have data that is recent, we prioritize it over data that happened years ago. A lot of people got caught up like this in the housing bubble in the United States. So they saw the housing market go up, go up continuously for many months, even many years. So a lot of people got caught, $1 million mortgages, $300,000 houses. You see this on social media. You see people saying things like, I just don't think it's going to get that low. I don't feel like it's going to drop that much. It doesn't seem like it's going to fall down. Thinking, seeming, feeling. But what about the evidence? What do you know? The evidence that these people are basing it on, of course, is just what's happened recently. It's been going up recently. So that's what they draw their conclusion from. And you can see it on the opposite side as well. So somebody looking into a market, they see that Bitcoin's gone down for six months and they say, why would you want to buy that? Isn't it dead? Isn't it over? Isn't that thing finished? So something goes up for a few months, people think it's always going to go up. Something goes down for a few months, people think it's never going to recover. The lesson is if you have a feeling of where the market is going, maybe you don't know. Maybe it's just your own biases. So remember, go back to the evidence. Look at what you actually know, not just what you feel or think. Another wonderful tool you can use, your own emotions. So let's look at a scenario. Imagine you bought into a coin quite early. It starts going up. It starts going up a lot, like 100%, 1000% and your head starts swimming a little bit and you think, wow, is this coin going to make me a millionaire? <laughs> your head starts swimming, you take a deep breath when you look at your block folio and you go, whew, that is a lot of money. When you start feeling like that, a little bit lightheaded, it's a good indication that a lot of other people are feeling the same way. So the market's probably getting to a head. At that point, you should probably be thinking whether you're overexposed how you would feel if the market dropped down 50% from where it's at now. And if you would feel like a sucker for not selling at least a little bit, stashing away a little bit of profit into some other asset. Then there's a similar scenario. You haven't put much into a coin and you start to notice it go up five hundred percent, a thousand percent and you start to feel that fear of missing out and you're thinking everybody else is becoming a millionaire except me (laughs) at that point you can know that you're not the only person feeling that way there's probably a whole bunch of other people feeling the same if you do put money in at that point you might make money it might go up you might get in get out early but it is very risky. The lesson is, listen to your emotions because they're not just going to tell you what you feel, they're also going to tell you what the rest of the money in the market is feeling as well. Another powerful tool to gauge the direction of the market is social media. So there's a lot of noise out there, obviously, but if you listen in the right way, you can actually hear the thoughts of the money in the market. When the market is in one of these boring phases, when it's laying a foundation, when people are with their heads down working hard, you're probably not going to hear a lot of noise because hard work isn't always noisy. But when the market is going up, when it's getting overheated, when there's a whole bunch of people in the market who think they're genius traders because they've been making money the last three months, Look at the YouTube comments, look in Facebook groups. I assure you, you will hear it. Because those people in that frame of mind are very noisy. And there's certain clusters, certain behaviors that you can watch out for. When you see them together, just like Flavor Flav and Chuck D, you're gonna know what time it is. One form of speech that you're gonna hear is this kind of poetic speech. So people are gonna talk about, it's a new paradigm, they're saying, Bitcoin isn't rising, the dollar is crashing against Bitcoin. Or they say, Bitcoin isn't in a bubble, Bitcoin is the pin for the traditional banking system. Now this is all very poetic and glamorous and you can get enamored with these kinds of phrases, especially if you have an anarchist persuasion or you want to see the banks fall. Of course there's a little bit of truth to all these statements And that's really what makes them so seductive of course the technology is revolutionary but that doesn't mean that the market is going to keep going up forever it just doesn't another thing you're going to hear is people talking this glib logic so these half-baked arguments one premise one conclusion arguments i heard one fellow say something like well bitcoin has a limited supply and that means it's always going to go up in the long term Well, it's only one half of the equation. You need to know the demand as well as the supply. One argument that I made myself, trying to convince myself that Litecoin was going to the moon, I said Litecoin has four times the supply of Bitcoin and therefore it should have one quarter the price. But no, that logic doesn't work. Again, you need to factor in the demand. So when you have these simplistic arguments, this glib logic, that's another key. The third kind of speech you see along these lines is when people just make brazen predictions. So no technical analysis, no fundamental analysis, no reasoning, no argumentation. They just tell you that Ethereum is going to be $4,500 on the 17th of March 2019 and just you wait. (laughs) But there's nothing to it. There's nothing behind it. What good is a prediction like that? On its surface it's not good at all but it actually is good because it tells us a message and the message is people are getting so arrogant so full of emotion so puffed up that they're willing to make these statements with nothing at all to back them. And there's a key test that you can do to probe the sentiment on social media. So when you see one of these posts with this glib logic or these brazen predictions, you can just make a very measured statement and say, you know, I don't think the market is gonna keep going up forever. And see how many people pounce on you and with how much anger and veracity. And through that, you're gonna know (laughs) exactly what the sentiment of the market is. In conclusion, most people follow their emotions. So when they have an emotion, they react to it to try to relieve the discomfort. So when you see people on the news, media, and market makers doing things that make people a little afraid, people can't help but react to it. Like many of us at certain times in our life, these people are like leaves in the wind. Subject to the whims of the forces that surround them. When we have self-awareness, when we can be aware of our own emotions, instead of reacting, we can respond intelligently. We can take a step back, pause, think about what it means, and either act in a different way, act in the same way, or do nothing. We have a choice. Now you know. Now you are no longer subject to force. Now, you become force. As a great teacher, Lao Tzu, once wrote, He who controls others is strong, but he who controls himself is powerful indeed. Thank you so much for listening to Cryptonomics. I hope you share this, please, and thank you, share this across social media, across Facebook, Tumblr, pin it to your bathroom wall, wherever you can, very appreciative for everybody who shares this. It means a lot because I'm trying to start up this new channel and I do need just a little bit of help from you guys. So thanks so much for sharing it. Remember, most importantly, stay grateful.